now we're recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Flux campaign. I will be your surprise DM for today, I guess. Well, no, it's probably not a surprise if you listened to the last episode, because I think we said I was DMing. Um, but yeah, so you thought that my arc was over, and ha ha ha. Little did you know that Steve was going to hand me another gift. Um, little did you know. <laughs> well, that's fair. Little did I know up until about the last half hour of that podcast. Um, of that little did you know, too. Yeah, I didn't plan for that. <laughs> hey, it's the things you don't plan for that make for the most Thank fun you. opportunities. I could have gotten the crown first, just saying. He could and then maybe you would have been doing this. Um, but yeah, so last time, <laughs> we t- tried to take on the uh, Vespar the Tyrant. And we managed to kill Vespar, I guess. But the tyrant himself apparently is the crown something or other? I don't know. Basically, Lokar took the crown, uh, managed to boo-boo and get out of there, um, and kind of left the party in shambles, just kind of wondering what happened. Um, So Lokar is now somewhere else. So that's fun. Um, So yeah, I'm DMing today, and that'll be a good treat as well. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and get roll call done, and then we'll uh, jump on into it. I'm Sarah. I play Isabel, Kyle, Flick, and Axel. Kids of Flixel for short. Multiple personalities wrapped in one crazy body. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger, with her beast companion, white tiger snowflake. I'm Tony. I play Puck, a changeling worse warlock. Sorlock, yeah. I like Sorlock. Warsorer, Warsorer, Warsorer. Yeah, it sounds like Worcestershire. It sounds like a season. It sounds like an evolution of a Pokemon. Yeah, level twelve now, so I've evolved. What would you be if somebody traded you? Because you have a trade evolution. An artificer. What do you become with the Firestone? Dom. Flareon? <laughs> a Warfister. Oh. Uh, my turn? <laughs> sure. I don't know how to follow that. Uh, I'm Charlie. I'm Bardus. Uh, I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian Cuddlemaster, who uh, ate a ray of disintegration and uh, fireball and I guess is alive, but He's not kicking much. <laughs> I'm Steve, and I play Theus, the inquisitive half-elf rogue, who is going to be very much wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I forgot Theus is not seen any of this. Uh, I'm Dom. I play Anorin, the elf cleric of the sun. All right. So yeah, um, last time we left off, I feel I think still in the tower. I think is where we were. Was that a tower, Steve? Um, you left off having chased the possessed Lokar down the stairwell of the tower oh, right. into the grand entrance where the throne room and audience chamber was, and that is where he opened the portal and made his escape. So we'll just say that everybody dumbfounded had no idea that they actually ended up back in flux. <laughs> so in whatever positions you were in inside the tower, um, everybody just arrives back in flux. And we'll just assume that Theos was kind of maybe walking towards the tavern or something at the time and saw everybody just kind of arrive in kind of a shocked look, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I would love it that if everyone just showed up standing as they were or laying on the ground, passed out as they were, Bardis. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This place looks amazing. Oh, look, an anthill. And, oh, wait, were, uh, were you unconscious at the end of the last episode? Um, I think officially did a Norn heal me. I think I did. I mean, I'm cool with just dropping in unconscious, like, and then Anorin can heal me so that Theus can see that. I mean, Theus is going to be sitting on a park bench in the town square watching everyone just teleport in, and he's eating what looks like a bag of chips, except bags of chips don't exist, but somehow he has them. It's a bunch of fries and a napkin or something. (laughs) Sure, yeah, we can do that. Some (laughs) kind of fried food. There you go. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, uh, you you all look pretty rough, and it is Bardis face down in the ground. He's not going to respond. Yeah, yeah I'm like, <laughs> like I, I can't. I can't I, talk. I, <laughs> my, my eyes are extra round because I'm holding a baby, and I just ch- teleported with it. So I'm going to make a beeline for the blacksmith. I'm just gonna cast cure wounds on him. I continue to lie on the ground. (laughs) Bardis gets 12 hit points back. Out of all that, we heard Bardis 12 hit points back. Uh, Bardis gets 12 hit points. I mean, it was most of it. Uh, Bardis gets 12 hit points back. Hey man, He's I got the the land of consciousness. Yeah. So yeah, Bardis is back to good for now. Hey man, all we needed was subject, you know, subject <laughs> participle. What is all the parts of a sentence that I learned in third grade that I forgot already? Yeah, whatever that was. Uh Theos is gonna watch Puck with the baby as Puck leaves and goes, Puck, where where did you get that baby? Puck? Puck, and Theos is gonna chase after Puck. Um, stole it from a vampire. We're, you stole a vampire baby. What, what, this why is not a vampire st- baby. Wait, I look at the baby. Isn't it the orc baby? <laughs> yeah, it's it the orc the baby. Orc. Are there any bite marks in the neck? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not. It's not a baby of a vampire, or a vampire now. Imagine orcs looking like vampires. That'd be interesting. Where they just get another set of tusks that go down instead of up. Ooh, double tusk. Yeah. Hmm. How would they open their mouths wide enough to bite someone? <laughs> and do the bottom they, tusks also just, work as vampire they just, like starve themselves because like never mind. Uh, right. have, you're taking the baby the back to Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Are you taking the baby back to Amanda then, Puck? Yes, I am. Okay. Assuming she's back. Is Amanda back, actually? I, I feel that's... like she would have She would have came back after the Mimic adventure. Yeah, I'll leave that to Eric. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I believe that, you know, she's probably sitting outside the blacksmith shop worried, I would assume. And then as soon as she sees you kind of sprinting, I guess, up towards the blacksmith shop, she'll kind of sprint over and grab the baby and look at him and check him out and... Like, take him in and try to feed him and get him settled. Right. And, like, kind of <laughs> gives you, like, a thank you, thank you for saving him. Oh, my gosh. 
I just like exasperate. Okay. All right. Now let's go back to the group because I have no idea what happened. Apparently, Lokar <laughs> just said, "F this shit, I'm out." What really? I mean, yeah. we knew he was a time bomb of temper, but <laughs> wow. <laughs> Really? Oh, there was anything oh, time bomb about it. He had a crown that I wanted to give to you. But... He stole he stole the treasure? That yeah. selfish prick. <laughs> I know. But anyway, I couldn't grab it because I had a baby and <sighs> anyway, uh... let's just I, I personally have no idea what happened in the room. So they're, they're Oh, bars, I'm sure I'm sure. I'm sure we'll run into him again sometime and we'll steal the crown then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had high hopes. Unconscious Bardus agrees with everything Thea said. You're unconscious again. Oh, conscious Bardus. Now consciously agrees. <laughs> just raises his thumb up and you just. Don't get out. Yep. I really think that uh, Anorin is now part Warford <laughs> and his battery's dying. He needs a new voice wipes. Exactly. <laughs> His earbox is dying too. Might t- might be my computer. I-, I apologize, guys. I don't know what's going on. Just or or just have computers. Computer. All right. So, um, are you guys going to collect together to discuss events, or is everybody yeah. just want to go pass out? I'm going to go to the group and say, "What the hell just happened?" I think what happened was Valspar, at least in Valspar, so Lokar. Valspar was tickled by Lokar. Got it. <laughs> that was Valspar was tickled by Lokar. Not even... Yeah, that's not the wizard's name. <laughs> Vicar is his name? No. Vesper, Vespar, Vespar. A Vespa? His name is Vespa? <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, from Druidia. <laughs> you can't tell she's Druish. <laughs> Not another Druish princess. <laughs> Not your typical Druish princess. Jeez. Alright, so... Uh, someone whose voice box isn't dying. Hey. Oh, uh, uh, oh, groggy as hell, I start waking up and sitting up slowly. Singed singed and half disintegrated. And <laughs> wow, you look rough. I'm just going to give you the thumbs up. Uh-huh. Do, you, powerful. Do, uh, do, you, do you need an ale? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I can use one of those right now. I'm regaining right. my strength. Before we start talking about this, why don't we move things into the tavern? I agree. <laughs> Dom, go restart your computer. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, fine. Dom just got became a robot. <laughs> yeah. He said he's a Warforged now. <laughs> he's been replaced during the campaign. Sus. At least we're. <laughs> at least we were getting Did like now. Someone reincarnate me without me knowing. Is that what happened? Yep. <laughs> sure happened. You are now Windows ME. 
Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> we didn't make him the big bad of the whole campaign. Be back. Good. All Thank right. you, Inor. Oh, he's gone. Where did he go? <laughs> he just glitched out of the Matrix. <laughs> I think he went to the little elf boy's room. <laughs> he said something about really having a pee and holy power. and It burns. It burns, he it said, burns. I think. <laughs> he's got the digital gunnery. Oof. Oof. <laughs> so yeah, why don't we why don't we move into the tavern and talk this over over some drinks and some patching up? I help artists oh, the rest of the way if I can. And yeah. Yeah, I make my way over there slowly. <laughs> I mean right. he took a lot of punishments. I mean Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> I uh, saw yeah. him. Lokar knows what those uh, beam, what is it, ray of destruction or whatever it is? Disintegrate. Disintegrate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, what is it called in fifth? Is it just like disintegrate? Because I'm so used to like saying like ray of disintegration. It is it's literally disintegrate. just disintegrate. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Same thing. I was thinking of uh, Scorching Ray was the other one I was thinking of. So everybody gathers in the pub. Uh, library Tavern, I assume. Whichever. I call it Laverne. And Shirley? Are you going to so, talk? or? <laughs> well, I, I already yeah. said hell happens, and yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, if no one's if no one's at the bar serving drinks, I'll get behind the bar and serve drinks. So on my end, there was an old guy, and then everyone charged him. And there was also a vampire holding a baby, and I stole the baby and ran away like as much as I could. And then at some point, Lokar poofed out of nowhere with a crown on his head and just ran. And that's all I saw aside from him leaving and teleporting. So he could teleport. Oh, he also cast fire Bombardus, And that's what he, I saw. He, yeah, he, uh, <clears throat> he learned some, some new tricks. Yeah. That bastard. Just new tricks. You mean like what? Well, he, well, I figured that could happen all the time. I mean, like, like all of a sudden he started doing, you know, the Aldrich Blast stuff. I, I, I figured just I can do tricks too. I don't know how yeah. it happens. I figured this, the same for him. This is true. You can. You are quite the tricky individual. I cast a cone of cold, Theus. I did something. <gasps> really? You finally used it. I didn't know I could do that. Anyway. <laughs> I always believed in you, Puck. Anyway, Saturday so what else? Cartoon what else <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Anyway, I... Um, Thea, so you, you said you're serving, so I... down an ale. I put it... I give you a second. I am... I'm already feeling a second one right as you finish your first. Ugh, slam the cup down. Oh, low car. I don't know what came over me. I just 
really wanted that crown. Well, uh, from what I'm hearing from Puck, it was a very nice, possibly very expensive crown. I'm sure many people would want it. Yeah, no, that's <clears throat> that's not it. That's it's it's not that. I didn't want the crown because of what it would cost. I, I just, I wanted the crown. That's all I wanted. Lokar was lucky he was standing right next to it. I mean, maybe <laughs> I'm lucky that Lokar was standing next to it. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. Duality of man. So but, you wanted the crown, but like, was there any like driving force behind it? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just wanted the crown. Like, no, I'm everything I wanted was just just to get the crown and put it on my head. Was there any reasoning why you wanted the crown besides just the crown on itself? No, not that I know of. Hmm, 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 hmm. Something came over me, so I I assumed some sort of sorcery on it. Well, I would ask our local uh, sorcerer knowledge expert, Tim the Enchanter. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Puck thought that he was going to be on the spot. No, I would. I would ask the Enchanter would know about that sort of thing. But we Is Tim in Puck. the tavern? Uh, sure, we can say Tim's in the tavern. Hello hey. there, children. <laughs> hey, Tim. Yes, yes, hello. So, what do you know about objects that make people desire them uncontrollably? Hmm, much like oh, gems. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing. This is just a <laughs> okay. I thought Tim had a Scottish accent. Does he? Uh, I knew Manda had the Scottish accent. Have we talked to Tim? Yeah, it's probably. been a while. Yeah, you do you. You do you. So I, I've heard of objects. Uh, oh, now I'm doing what's that voice? We should do German. Do German. Yes, we so loved enchanting. <laughs> no, Jar Jar. <laughs> some <laughs> some objects want to you to take them and and use in them. I don't think it's good to stay here, Thaeus. It screws with people's minds. <laughs> Holy shit, I sound smarter than him. <laughs> and I can't read. Quick, back to the blacksmith. It'll be safe there. She knows the way. <laughs> this is the way. Puck, are you sure you don't know the enchanting? <laughs> I can give it a shot. So, okay, we'll go back. So, Tim, Tim kind of thinks, hmm... Well, I I do think that there are some objects that would perhaps be enchanted in a way that would make you want to use them. What? I rolled a 20 on my Arcana check. Oh. <laughs> check of what? 20. You just tell that to Tim? Hey, I rolled a 20 on my... <laughs> Take us over. I got this. I got this. As Puck slowly pushes Tim out, I rolled a 20. Hold on. Guys, I got this. Hey, I'm going to let you speak, Taylor Swift, but hold on. Yeah, geez. Got a Kanye up in here. You going to run for president next? All right. So, you know, I, I assume Tim would know that, yeah, like, well, there are some objects that would allow maybe to want maybe for evil purposes to have a um 
to have a draw to make them exist and still fulfill a purpose. Maybe that is what uh, could be going on. What about such objects that can change a person once they are possessed? I believe I have heard of... Um, oh, now i got to remember the word. What's that word for some of the weapons and stuff that are... Uh... Cursed? No, it's not cursed. They, they, they have a mind of their own. Intelligent, intelligent or animated says intelligent that, items. I thought there was another word for it. I wasn't. I wasn't in character for that. I was just trying to I'm figure it character. out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are intelligent items that may have their own purpose, such as they are possessed by some sort of entity, or likewise, or maybe are their own entity, and that could be a thing. Hmm. Do you agree, Puck, since you're the other magical person here and you look like you're awestruck with some knowledge all of a sudden? <laughs> mm. Oh, the the word you're looking for is sentient magic There item. we go. Sient, sentient magic item. Yeah. Sentient. Sentient. Yeah, it could either be that or it could be maybe akin to a phylactery. A phylactery. Where mm. basically the essence of Vespa is in the item. That could be as well. Yes. Like a horcrux, as it were. Bad word. Now. <laughs> well, if you have no more need of my services, I will continue with my drink. Okay, yes. thanks, Tim. Because knowledge is power. <laughs> God, we're just a Saturday morning show today. It, it, okay. Anything else that anybody wants to talk about in the bar? Nope. I'm good. Um, how did you end up on the floor, Bardis? What? What? Really? What? Oh wait, yeah, it was fireball. That must have been a big fireball. Yeah, yeah, you got it hurt fireballed. quite a bit. Yeah, Who fireballed those... you. Yeah, those those tricks that Lokar learned. He learned how to cast some sort of I I don't know some ray of ow, and yeah, a giant fireball that he cast point blank. He even hurt himself. It's lucky, lucky got away. Um, did you guys catch the vampire? Because uh, I just ran. Do we have to worry about him coming back? Honestly, I, I don't even know. I don't think I have any idea what happened to that vampire. I spent a lot of time uh, a lot of time paralyzed and then <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, or eating a lot or uh, getting hit hard and then on the ground. So I have no idea where the vampire child ever was. Snowflake chased him out a window. Uh, he escaped. All right, and so while you guys are in the tavern, um, you actually hear a voice from out in the courtyard, and it's a woman's voice, um, and it's just, hello, anybody around? Is, is, is that a person? Is it a familiar voice or an unfamiliar voice? Um, I would say it's a, it's a long time, like a familiar voice from a while ago. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll peek my head out, eyes squinting. 
Um, you see a woman in a like a cloak, uh, the hood pulled back, dark hair, um, very dark elf elfish features, but a lighter skin than you remember. Um, and it is the it is Lizai, but she looks less depressing than the last time you had seen her. Um, you look less depressing than the last time I saw you. <laughs> uh, oh, um, you're all wait the. Tavern. That looks like a tavern, but that's the library. Yes. But the tavern is over there, and she points at the original tavern. <laughs> Do you that's, not notice the clothes sign on it? That's been out of business for uh, <laughs> at least forty days, sessions, months, years. <laughs> How long have we been here, anyways? It's probably been like two weeks in D and D time. Let's be real. It's been out of business for two. <laughs> weeks but uh, creative interesting did you all find that you needed the library more than you expected and just decided to put the tavern by the library uh I guess so I, I yes Barnes and Noble after dark I guess fair enough um and she kind of just kind of looks around and yeah, this place is uh, more depressed, depressing than I thought I remembered it being, but I guess considering what happened to it, this isn't as bad as it could be. I'm sorry, what happened to it? We hired well, the best contractors. I didn't mean the library tavern, I meant Flux here in general, not... <laughs> oh, apologies. What do, you, what do you mean, what happened to it? I mean, we've gotten Cliff Notes versions in the past, but... Sounds like you might have more information. Oh, I thought I had explained it originally, but um, that is fine. Um, yes, the we had saved this city that was left of the planet uh, where we were performing the ritual trying to save the planet and all of its people. And in doing so, we might have... Well, we saved what we needed to to try to revert the ritual. Um, but it was a lot livelier last time I was here, but it looks like it got a little bit looted. Um, and well, I mean, it looks nice considering how long uh, it's been, I suppose. Dom, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Hello? Hello? There we go. Me and you don't sound like a robot now. You don't sound great. Like you sound wonderful. <laughs> I love you. Let's go. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so then she kind of, so she just kind of wanders towards, and she's got like in her arms, that, like she's holding like a sack. Um, um thank you. Yes, Dom. Did wait? Was he just really uh, delayed on something no. there? <laughs> no, I didn't press anything. I apologize. Okay. Are you on push the top? You're not pressing on lazy, are you? Uh, no, I'm push to talk. <laughs> All right, so Lisa, you kind of wanders towards the the library tavern then, and um, is everybody gathered in here already? I'm not a robot. <laughs> I believe so. Th thank you. Um, oh, you! Wow, you you look very beaten up. Thanks. I feel very beaten up. Um, let's um, let's take care of that a little bit and she kind of waves her hand and she casts cure wounds on you which I don't have pulled up or anything but we'll just say you recover about 25 hit points holy shit can we just can we Damn. recover 100 
20 hit points instead? <laughs> nah. Can we can we just assume <laughs> that we'll eventually take a long rest? Actually, you know what? Let's um let's let's take care of some business here. I actually think that um some stuff I have here might help all of you out uh, in the long run. Um and actually uh Bardus it was, right? Uh, yeah. Um I actually have something here for you. So um I I got to see a vision of the conquest you guys had um with the Raven Queen um and what you did to save um our village um and what you did to change my life completely. Um giving me back my friend and um giving me an actual happy life. Um it's weird because now I actually get to see both versions of my life and I much prefer this one. Um but I do so, still have the memories from the previous one. Oh, as do we. And <laughs> I spent half half the battle protecting an unconscious Kizaflixel. Hmm. Well, for your protection, I I, I I I know the Raven Queen is sending gifts for each of you. Um and I have all of them for you here. And they're I think I remember which ones are for which. Um so let me give you this first. And she hands Bardus an amulet. This mm. is um I, the Raven Queen said something very specific for you. Um I, I was confused by what that means, and then I had to um well I had to identify the item to know what it would perform and what it would do so that I could give you a description when I handed it to you. Um but this is commonly known as the amulet of the drunkard. And as you lift it Thanks. up, it actually it smells like <laughs> old ale-stained wood. Wow, they're calling you out. <laughs> it has AA um, on the back of it. <laughs> but while you were wearing it, you regain 4d4 plus 4 hit points when you drink a pint of beer, ale, mead, or wine. But you can only do that once a day. Kind of glare. I'm just going to glare over. Thanks. I... Uh, Think she the Raven Queen seemed to think that would be something that would help you. I don't know if it pertains to your exploits and in, in in what happened in my world, but apparently you like ale, so have at it. I shall wear it in remembrance of the Raven Queen. The nice thing is it doesn't require attunement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bardus, you smell like booze. That's now Bardus will always smell like booze. Now, now Bardus actually gets legitimately healed by booze instead of just... So wait, hold on, just real quick. That um, I think it's a question for other Steve. I know, sidetrack. That flask you gave me, um, can we say the flask you gave me to give me the extra rage per day qualifies to help this too? Uh, I mean, it is enchanted alcohol. So, so I, I will say it is enchanted alcohol. I will leave it to uh, Eric to decide if enchanted alcohol still counts towards. I think it's fine. It counts, and then I would say just you can you can basically will it to use the necklace or not. Like if you don't okay, want cool. the healing, you could just say like I'm just drinking it. I don't want to use the amulet. Okay, cool. All right, well, thank um, you. We're, yeah, okay. <laughs> thanks. I'm, I'm and put then, it on. She kind of goes through her, her bag and she pulls out another necklace and says, ah, yes, this is for the one with the cat. Um, and she kind of looks over and goes, that must be you. Um, and she hands you the necklace and 
this one is known as the Raven Slumber. Um, this is supposed to help you and your companion um, so that you can bring your companion along without necessarily the fear of how your companion will get around, I guess. Uh, basically, you can, if as, as long as the creature is willing, you can have them uh, stored safely in your necklace. Really? I, that's what the Raven Queen thought. Maybe that would help you. Because um, it seems like you've had issues in the past. Issues? <laughs> you got issues. She, <laughs> issues. she looks at Snowflake. And then... She's not judgy. <laughs> Sorry, like each of these gifts are like backhanded compliments. Like, <laughs> I hear you like booze. And I like you. Did, did so, you hand it to, to me? Yeah, so you have the item. Alright, so she like looks at it, kind of confused, but looks at Snowflake. Then kind of like, how would you like get excited all in place? Like without really moving? Yeah, like you just kind of jitter. And, like, and then like gives her a hug and then backs off. And, yeah. and she kind of pats Thank you in the back. Like It's like that she's friendly, <laughs> but doesn't want to be too imposing kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then she turns and says, ah, yes, for... um." The, the one that likes to blind things. Um, I'm, I'm assuming Yo. that one's that one's you. And, he, and she points at Puck. Uh, sure. Um, so the uh, the uh, the Raven Queen sends this, hoping it will help you um, in 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 battle. Um, apparently, it's it's been very tricky for you in battle, but this might help. It is called the Arcane Cannon. Um, so it is a large cannon imbued with magic. It requires no ammunition and does not need to be loaded. It takes one action to aim the cannon and one action to fire it. After the cannon is fired, it must recharge for five minutes before it can be fired again. Okay. And then you get to choose an effect. Either it can be an acid jet, a fire jet, a frost shot, a lightning shot, or a poison spray. Huh. I don't know how you're going to carry that around with you, Puck, but cool. How it, as a cannon, it like what does this look like? Like it just says that this large cannon. <laughs> All right, uh, so I think that's stain and flux. How are you <laughs> carrying that around? <laughs> I'm gonna say she pulled it out of a haversack. <laughs> that's uh, one hell of a haversack. All right, maybe it's a bag of holding. All right, I'll leave it on. Uh, I'll leave it I on. I did not realize that this was a large cannon. You know what? That's coming with the. <laughs> that's coming with the. Uh, I'm gonna aim it at the door of the library. Yeah, you know, just for fun, case of surprises. You're, you're you're getting the arcane cannon, and you are getting a bag of holding. Okay. So um, have it that. All right. <laughs> well, I messed up, so we'll just go with that. All right. Um, and she turns to Theus and says, "Well, I've heard that the Raven Queen um did power up the dagger that I used to hold." And um, you're in possession of that. And she said that was already a very powerful item enough for you to make use of, if that is all right. Uh, Thayus goes to reach into his pants, then remembers he doesn't keep <laughs> it there anymore. Through a blade. Uh, so, he, so he reaches behind him in his robes and pulls it out of a sheet that he has in his belt. Ah, yes. Oh, it looks much different than when I had it, but that is, that is fine as well. And that is also the item you will need uh, to help in reversing the ritual. Um, and hopefully that helps. Um, oh, that's nice. And he tosses it, and he tosses it to her and says, "Hold it onto it here." 
wouldn't want it to get lost in another world. You threw the knife at her? I didn't I didn't oh throw it. Mm. I lobbed it. Well, I'm saying, but you're giving her the knife back? Yeah. Um uh, okay, I suppose that that works. Um I I don't have another gift for you currently. That's fine. Okay. Um yes, I can hold on to this and you can just come see me when you need it for the ritual, I guess. Yeah. Sounds good. Um and then she turns to uh Anorin. Ah, the the creature that is afraid of the darkness. Um yes. I don't have anything necessarily to help with um never ending light, but maybe this will help. And she hands you a bottle. This is the spell okay. bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, so this does require attunement. Uh, this glass bottle can store one spell of up to fifth level at a time. When found... Okay, we're not going to go over that, because this is going to be empty for now. Um, when the bottle is empty, any creature can cast a spell of first through fifth level into it by touching it while casting. The spell has no effect other than to be stored in the bottle. While holding the bottle, you can cast the spell stored in it. The spell uses the slot level, spell save DC, and spell attack bonus. Basically, it's as if the person that cast it into the bottle cast it. The cool thing about this... If you're holding the empty bottle, when you see a creature casting a spell within 60 feet of you, you can open the bottle as a reaction in an attempt to interrupt the spell. If the creature is casting a spell of third level or lower, the spell has no effect and is stored in the bottle. If it is casting fourth level or higher, make an intelligence check. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a success, the spell has no effect and is stored in the bottle. So you can almost steal another creature's spell. Oh, I like that. Or you can store one in there. Spell bottle? Yep. Yep. And if you have the um, critical role content, um, I think... Or no, because we have the Adventure Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, it should be already in the list. All these came from that book, so... Um, and then she turns to Kizaflixel. Um, I, I've heard that this might help um, uh, the one that likes to swing axes wildly. And she hands... Um, her an axe, and this is the blood axe. Who who is Kizzleflixel right now? Isabel. Okay, uh, this would be hilarious if she were handing a blood axe to Flick. Well, but she's handing a blood axe, what? and, and uh, she doesn't know anything about the personalities necessarily. So she's just handing you this big axe. Um, and so basically, you get a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with the axe. And it deals 1d6 necrotic damage to creatures that aren't constructs or undead. Uh, if you reduce such a creature to zero hit points with an attack using this axe, you gain 10 temporary hit points. But it is like a dark axe. Um, Dang. Yeah, so, you? so these are gifts that were that were given to you all from the Raven Queen. Um, I do hope they help in some way, shape, or form. Mine's a thing. <laughs> yep. It will. Thanks. I drink an ale. But I don't utilize the amulet. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to make the note of that. But I thought you were going to use it right away just because of how <laughs> beaten up you were. But I didn't realize it's once a day. All good. Um, yeah. and I then was just goes, looking down at it at the camera. 
Actually, oh. you know what? I should just utilize the amulet just for funsies. Yeah, that's fair. Let's see what do I get. What do I get? What do I get? Because it's what did I say? Uh, four d four plus four. Wow. Well, my d four only rolls twos today. Wait, oh. sorry, I rolled three times. I can count to four. Oh, it's a three this time. Two, four, six, nine, plus four. So hey, I get thirteen health back from a nail. Yeah, four d four plus four. Okay. Whoa, okay, so D&D Beyond didn't update, so I went to go to 50 hit points, but I didn't um, cancel out my 37, so now I have 3,750 hit points. Jeez. Just so you know. That's a lot of hit points. That's Just cool. so okay. the next time he fights Lokar. <laughs> I've, I've been practicing. He might survive. <laughs> so, break um, and, then, and so then after Lee kind of hands out all the gifts, and oh, um, and I do, I, I do want to extend Ooh. an invitation to you all. Um, so Katie, actually my friend, um, is very thankful for everything you did to, you know, save her life and everything. Um, and she has extended an invitation and she wants you to come by for dinner tonight um, in New Hope. And, with you know, I don't have to go through the Raven Queen to bring you there or anything. I can actually bring you via my teleportation circle out in the center. Well, hmm. I mean, you know, give us give us a day or two to heal up and we'd be happy to go. Um. I, I mean, I was hoping you guys... I mean, the dinner invitation was kind of for tonight. I, I don't see any reason. I mean, if you want to clean up a little bit, I think it'll be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty fine. Uh, I'll leave it to the I'll leave it to the others. To decide. Well, I'm, I'm feeling better by the minute, apparently. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I just as long as I can just lay my head down for a little bit and and regather my thoughts. I mean, sounds good. I mean, and also I mean, if, another if you're, ale. If you're if you're worried about the barbarian, I can. And then she kind of gives you back another twenty hit points. <laughs> Just kind of oh, cleans like, up some of the cuts and stuff. Like what? I drop these or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just take care of some of those open wounds. Maybe that'll well, make you are a little bit more. <laughs> That some okay. of these burn marks could go away. That I feel great. a lot better now. I feel really good. Okay, I still <laughs> want to lay down for a little bit though, because you know, <laughs> ow. But uh, dinner tonight sounds lovely. I'll bring my amulet. <laughs> great. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I, I mean, th that sounded like they wanted to do like a whole hero's feast there for you all. So. Um, oh well, then yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what time? Um, I mean, I can take you over there now if you prefer. I mean, that'd be Wait, easy. Wait, hold on. I thought it was dinner many... tonight. Well, yeah, but I, it'll take us a bit to get there, and then I'm taking you back to my um, wizard tower, and we got to kind of walk over the bridge and get to the castle and everything. You rebuilt the tower? Um, no. Well, yes. It's it's a new tower. Yeah, I relocated. We the old one. Yeah, I relocated. Um, I can cover it on the way if you'd like. It'd be better to just kind of show you, I think. But did you have a question? Before, Miss Wizard Lady. <laughs> yes, yes, little one. It's probably offensive. I'm sorry. I get a lot. Uh, before we go, can we ask you about Mesbar? Um, I, I suppose. I mean, I only ever saw him um, in the in the ritual. I didn't really have much contact with anybody during the ritual. You guys didn't really know each other? Or? Um, I didn't really know anybody. I, a couple of them seemed to kind of know each other and tried to kind of be buddy-buddy. 
but it was all very, we were all kind of there for our own purposes and we were kind of hired to do it. So we did our parts and didn't really mingle much. And we only came together the day of the ritual. Most of the communication was through um, messages and things. You know anything about the others? Like I think we met. I think we met the other guy, uh, crazy old guy. Uh, um, what was his name, guys? Uh, do you remember his name? Nope. Uh, what are we talking about? Bug, Bug Planet. Um, that guy. Graphian. Graphite. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I mean, I, I remember the faces of the wizards that were there. I know a couple of them look to be unsavory types. A couple of them look to be more wizardly, but I'm pretty sure I was considered one of the unsavory types. So for the most part, they left me alone to do what I needed to do. And I was very busy setting up the ritual. You didn't happen to know anything about Vespar's crown? I knew he had a crown. I didn't really know anything about him as a person. He seemed a little obsessive, but... When we defeated him, I had the urge to put his crown on my head. Yeah, that doesn't sound savory at all. That sounds really bad. Well, yeah, cause didn't, you have, didn't you have another member? Yeah, the turtle. Oh, yes. I don't think he ever actually ended up in the world, so... Uh, did you lose him during the fight with that wizard, or...? No, we lost him after when oh. what I assume him and I both felt the pull of the crown upon our heads. But he was closer to it than I was. And mm. he put it on. And, well, as I told the rest of the group, he learned some new tricks and uh, some very painful spells. I mean, it's... some pa- painful magics. That sounds very much like a sentient style weapon um, or item. So I would be very cautious with that next time. If you can find your friend again, maybe getting it off from a distance. Um, I would make sure that when it's off of him or if you have to defeat him to get it off, that you maintain a distance or make sure that you're prepared to fight against the will of the item. Oh, I'll be prepared next time. I learned a new trick, so that might work. I learned telekinesis. Ooh, that may help very much. I don't know how, how, depending on how powerful the item is, it may have a different range at which it can create influence. Um, But obviously, if you've seen what it did before, you might be able to calculate that somehow. Mm. I don't have knowledge calculate. That was a good line. Because <laughs> we're going to need these artifacts, like your dagger. Yes. Um, and I, I don't know if the crown was an art. I don't, I, I don't remember what all we said with the items were. But was the crown one of the artifacts? Steve? Why are you asking me? Uh, the crown is assumed to be his artifact. Sure. I mean, I guess Lee would know what all the artifacts were when they were laid down. <clears throat> Yeah. So uh, I'll have to get back to you on that one. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember. Well, and I'll just leave it as Lee. Like I put my dagger down and I started the incantation, and everybody else had to put items down. I don't remember details. I don't remember seeing the crown at that time. 
but um, it is what it is. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, if you'd like, um, I can I can escort you to dinner. Um, I mean, come as you are. It's not formal by any means. For this is this is your feast. I want you guys to come and be guests. Um, Katie would love to have you guys, and the king, as it were. Oh, you're so and the king. Um, sorry, kind of pestering you about all this spell stuff. And oh, it's it's I, fine. I, I, it's just that we're kind of stuck here because of it. No, I I understand. Um, yeah, and I, I that'll be tricky situation to get out of, especially if one of your compatriots is now under the control of it. Um, so actually, I have a I have a question now too. So we've met yourself, Graphion, Lars, and now oh, we met, met Lars. Oof. We did meet Lars, and now we've met Vespar. Oh, they've met Vespar. I hear he's not such a great guy. Um. <laughs> Who's the last one? You know, I don't actually remember. Um, there was a lot going on, and I didn't really get to see the opposite side of the the circle for the ritual. So it was somebody. Huh. I would re- I would recommend getting a headshot of everyone before you do business with them again. Yeah, it seems like a very practical means to deal with in the end. But I mean, I got paid to do what I needed to do, and that's what I did. So, this is your DM Eric here interrupting your regularly scheduled episode. We had a bit of technical difficulties, which has been basically cut from the recording because our recording software decided to just stop recording. So, a chunk of it was missing. Uh, the thing you miss here in the middle is that basically after they were asking about the wizard, not much other information was provided because Lee doesn't really know anything about it. Uh, And Theus did offer his arm to Lee as they were walking towards the teleportation circle to leave Flux to go to New Hope. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, so technical difficulties, picking up where we left off, which should have been... uh, Lee's naive, my dear. Would you like to escort me to the dinner as Theus offers his elbow? Ah, yes, that would be lovely. Um, and so you walk with Lizai out to the courtyard. You see that there is now in the circle center or circle square. Um, there is a circle, uh, teleportation circle that is now um, inside there. So it's a circle, square, circle. Why? And there's squares inside of there. Oh, these circles make a square. This place All is called Flux anyway. It's true. Um, and she, so she, as soon as everybody gathers into the summoning circle, she, um, she starts to kind of flail her fingers and she goes, everybody hands in and you see the, the circle glow and instantly you're transported. Now you are inside of what looks to be kind of a circular room. There is, um, different like books and, uh, ingredients and things like that around. So this looks like a wizard study. Um, and she goes, all right, uh, this is my, my teleportation room as it were um slash study slash anything else i can make of it um this is my wizard school as a matter of fact oh you teach wizardry i am uh, essentially the headmaster here i um after um after all of the events that happened um and basically the prophet was um well removed and all of his followers left um there was a bit of a vacuum that was left of power and and then so she's already kind of escorting you guys like down the stairs and through the through the school a little bit and then kind of out like some gates 
Um, sure. And so when um, when I realized that I had this affinity to power, I did go learn in some other schools, and I decided to come back and um, create a school here with New Hope, knowing this was my home and it had been rejuvenated. Um, there is not very many of us that were actual Shadokai elves. The other ones were all false imitators to pretend like they were um, working for the prophet. And we, um, yeah, and I came back and I formed the school um, and we specialize in all sorts of different kinds of magic. But I was actually fortunate enough to start learning in Dunamancy, which is the control of Faded, which I think is uh, kind of fun. Um, so, as it were, and then she's walking you out the gates and what you kind of get a feel for knowing this area as you do. This is on the other side of the bridge from where um, A New Hope was. So you now are actually kind of stopped up on top of the bridge. You can see the water flowing. Um, there's still lots of foliage and trees and things. It looks like this city is still kind of remote. Um, but there is like a... a um, essentially a road that goes through the center of the school that leads, it looks like, away and connects to probably other major roads that connect to other cities. Um, and she kind of points and says, like, yes, now we actually do have commerce and we do trade. Um, we are not 100%, you know, self-reliant, but we do, we are able to be self-reliant, but for the most part, we still trade and such. You know... Last time I was here, I was promised a drinking contest. <laughs> um, uh, uh, there will be ale, mead, wine. Um, if you'd like to have a contest, I'm sure maybe the king will take you up on that. Are there places the... nearby now, by the way? You just said trade, and every single time um, you mentioned it, there was like nowhere nearby. Yeah, there is now. There's a few other cities that have cropped up. Um, the prophet pretty much lied to us. There was one um, not more than 50 or 100 miles away. Um, it's about a half day's trek to get there. Um, and yeah, it's a really nice city. Uh, it's pretty big, but <laughs> as well, it were. I mean, you know, the prophet, he was a big giant red dragon lizard thingy. So, you know, can't trust everything he said. Um, and then, so you're, you're standing on top of the bridge and, and she goes, and yes, and this obviously was the point that, um, well, where technically Katie would have lost her life if it wasn't for for you all interfering um, or intervening, I guess. It's not really interfering if it's a good thing. Um, you meddling kids. Yeah, I mean, but this is all very nice. Um, and you can see from the bridge, um, the town has expanded a little bit. Like there's a few more buildings and things like that. Um, there's still the farmland. There's still like the greenery. There's still the shops that kind of are in the center of the city. Um, but what you notice is where the tower stood, like specifically where the tower was, is now a large set of stairs. Um, and the and it opens up into a very large castle. Oh. Um, yes, after the tower fell, um, and we kind of got our act back together, um, the, the Baron King Gregory actually um, showed up. Uh, Gregory Sortis von Drakenberg, the benevolent ruler, savior of hope, the fourth, uh, as he likes to be called, uh, showed up and decided that he wanted to rule these lands um, and without anybody else really there to fight him, he kind of took over. Hmm. And you guys proceed to walk towards the city. Boy, that was quite a mouthful for his title. 
Yeah, he he likes to keep it that way. <laughs> he believes in titles, and um, I believe he was like a younger brother to a very large royal family, and didn't think he was ever going to get to rule a kingdom. And so when he saw this and thought he had the opportunity, um, well, his kind is usually pretty foppish and entitled to their titles. Who are we talking about again? Um, we're talking about uh, the the new king. Ah. The have you have you had a chance to meet him yet? Um, oh yes, um, actually, Katie um, married him. Oh. Mm. Okay. Well, lucky her. Yeah, she. Um, well, after he kind of took over, um, the the land, as it were, um, we both kind of decided that it was good to keep him under wraps and keep somebody close to him that actually believed in the city. Um, and she did kind of take a liking to him. Um, I'm not quite sure why, but maybe she did it more for the city than for love. But um, she actually agreed to marry him so that uh, she could, in fact, you know, have at least some say and kind of know what was going on. And she feeds me information if needed to help the city. Um, and so for the most part, we've been able to open up the trade and he kind of pretends to be the king and we let him make decisions. But for the most part, we kind of medi mediate a lot of it and he doesn't seem to mind. Huh. Hmm. Tell me, does he collect taxes? Um, actually, we don't really do taxes around here. Um, we all kind of upkeep when we need to, and people just pitch in. It actually works out very well. We're still the small community that we were. Oh, so not much of a treasury then. No, and the school brings in a lot of money from students. Um, we don't, you know, we only charge for what we use and a little bit of a fee, but it's it's enough I, to keep us operating and keep the city going. I nudged the hiss. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Well, you know, in our culture, they say what uh, for every strong man out there, there's a stronger woman ready to push him off a cliff. No, that's fair. Um, wait, and as, wait, and you guys what? are kind of going through the city. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sarah gave me the look. <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. Um, and you guys approach and you begin walking up the stairs. Um and it's, it's quite a bit of stairs, and you kind of notice that, yeah, you're going over roughly the spot of where the tower stood. Um, there's no remnants of it, at least that you can see. Um, and you approach the gates, and there's guards, and they open the door and let you in. Um, but yes, this is his um, rather large castle manor, as it were. Um, and yeah, he and Katie basically run these lands, and one of the deals was that if he was going to rule, he wanted a castle. So we built him a castle. Hmm, very interesting. And pretentious. Indeed. Um, and then as you kind of approach, um, actually, you see a woman standing in, like, kind of royal-looking uh, attire, and she um, greets you, and, ah, yes, um, I, I am Katie Shepard, as you knew me. Um, at least, I, I believe you did. And, um... I am so grateful for everything that you did for the city, um, you know, 50 some odd years ago. Um, 
and I'm just very thankful to still have my life and be able to live here and be a part of the city and have my best friend back. And I don't know how else I could have ever thanked you, but I did want to host you a, a large dinner um, and hopefully make you feel welcome in our, in our, in our, well, I would say humble abode, but it's obviously not humble. Mm, no, but thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah, we're, we're happy to be here on such accelerated timelines. Well, I, I, and I know it's accelerated and, and Lee's been tracking a bit of uh, movements through flux and wanted to make sure that she got you guys when there was some downtime. Um, and, and we thought we could be the best of help for your for your spirits and things. Um, and I'm sure it's been a while since you've had like a real like feast, as it were. Oh, well, she definitely got us as they use points to Lisa e. holding onto his elbow. Well, that's good. I um, <laughs> uh, I and I, I also uh, I want to work with um, with Lee. I know that she's talked about putting a teleportation circle there um, so that we could deliver um a regular supply of goods and things to Flux to help you all on your quest. Wait, wait, you mean we don't have to survive on ale and beer nuts anymore? Uh, correct. I want to make sure that you get fresh ingredients, some grains, um, maybe be able to make bread. Maybe if you don't have a cook, I can I can send already cooked bread. I'm just not sure how long it'll last. Um, but yeah, I plan to make um, weekly shipments up there um, through the circle if I if I if if if, if that's okay. Wait, a teleportation circle? Like 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 a way back and forth permanently? Uh yes. I mean we don't have a lot of influence in that world, but that would allow us to transport uh, people and goods back and forth. Sounds that that sounds pretty amazing, actually. It's it's very tricky because Flux is um has some 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 weird time issues relative to other dimensions. Um, but Lee made it sound like she worked it all out because she was part of the original ritual that saved Flux. She kind of knew the the way that it could be done. Um, and so she managed to make that anchor into Flux. And now, um, apparently, we'll have the ability to at least... It, it, we're hoping to deliver weekly. I'm hoping it shows up to you weekly. I'm hoping it's not like a monthly thing <laughs> for you, but... We'll, we'll increase if we need to. Well, we're so rarely there anyways. I'm sure any bit will help. Well, that's good. Um, but yes, um, and and uh, I believe everything is set for the feast. Um, if you'd like to join me, my husband is probably already three ales in. Um, and would probably uh, like some companionship. I should like to meet your husband. The <laughs> Sir... Gregory of the Sun the Fifth. Uh, Gregory Sortis von Drakenberg. Yes, him. He sounds lovely. Um, you can just address him as Sir Gregory if you prefer. Um, that's he. He likes that with the Sir title. Certainly. Um, and so she kind of escorts you up uh, another like flight of stairs and through like a kind of a grand hall, but then. Instead of proceeding straight, you proceed kind of to the right, and as the doors open, you see a very large banquet table. Um, seated at the opposite end of the room is um, a kingly type. He's uh, burly, um, overweight, as kings usually are, um, and wearing a crown and like a royal robe of sorts. And he just kind of stands up and tips his glass and goes, 
Ah, the saviors of New Hope. New Hope? Well, that's what the city's been called. It was called then, back then, and we figured why not keep with the title? It seemed like such a good title. Hmm. I must say, of all the tra times I've traveled to and from this place, I don't think I ever knew the name. Oh, it's, as far as uh, my dear Katie has told me, it's always been called New Hope. Uh, that was the idea, was to apparently merge the Shatter Kai and the humans, but apparently the person that was trying to do that was, uh, well, not a very good person, and I like to think that I'm a very good person. That's why I've made my title the New Savior of Hope, as um, I was the one that helped fill in where there needed to be a ruler. A bit pretentious of a title, don't you think? Ah, but if we don't have pretentious titles, then how do we know that we have the titles? I mean, you what? don't need titles? <laughs> but then yes. how will people know to address you as a lord or sir or things like that? Yes. What does pretentious mean? <laughs> <laughs> Look it up in a book. <laughs> It means he thinks important. He's important when he's not. Where are gotcha. you from, Sir Gregory? Oh, I, I'm actually from the town. Um, it's about two hundred miles away, and I had five brothers that were ahead of me for the crown. And well, I really liked the crown, and I really wanted to find one. And when I when I found out that this town had been uh, rebranded, as it were, in need of a leadership, I decided to come and help these people in their time of need. Oh, so you like crowns. Bardis, you should tell me about that one crown you saw recently. Oh, you saw a crown? <laughs> I saw the crown. But the crown. Let me see I if I get this. I there was only one crown that could rule them all. Oh, it, ru it, it, it ruled all. It ruled my mind. It ruled my <laughs> companion's mind. But let's go back for a second. You just walked in and <laughs> declared yourself ruler? You didn't have to even challenge for it? Well, I brought bricks um, and stone to make this wonderful castle. I brought a little bit of money to help seed in and get some more of the city built. I even helped seed to make that uh, ridiculous wizard school that's across the street. Ridiculous? Well, it's... I mean, you want to talk about pretentious. Look at all those wizards that go over there just to sit and look in their books all day. And what do they have to show for it? Uh, value, I was about to say valuable magical energies that can help and, and, and reality. Katie kind of wanders over and, and goes, oh, dear, I think um, here, why don't you go back to your ale and here's some roast? And she kind of like sits him down and um, and says and so she's sitting next to him and or she's standing next to him at a seat and says, Please, everybody, feel free to have a seat. And you see Lee kind of walk over and sit next to Katie. I think she's the one who's actually ruling the world. <laughs> or the city, okay. at least. Uh, Theus will... Theus yeah. will, will sit next to Lee Zai, and he's going to try and wine and dine and woo her over the night, because okay. we don't have a bard, so someone's got to do someone this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> That's like logic. Um, okay, so, so it then just turned into getting Steve's character laid. So, well, I mean, good luck getting it from Lee. Right, Flux, so, the dating sim. Wait, I thought that he didn't like. I'll uh, use the dark help elf. action. Is she full dark elf? 
yeah, she's Shutterkai. Uh, I mean, she's a light skinned because it seems like she's actually been exposed to more light. You don't. I, I, I think correct. You know what? I think he'd have less of an issue with female Shatterkai than he does with male Shatterkai. Oh, that's fair. Um, okay, so I'm going to say that um, so there are two seats. On, I'm going to call it the northern end of the table. Uh, the king is on the left side. The uh, Katie's on the right side. Lee is to her side. So basically going clockwise around the table, it's Lee, Theus. Who would sit next to Theus? Probably I. I'll okay. use the help action, and I'll, I'll sneak uh, Theus the book of erotic fantasy. <laughs> my man trying to play a wingman here alright anybody oh, sitting next to Puck well that's a corner only because I get to look at your little drawing I will sit there so Snowflake can sit between Puck and I I okay. want to sit next to Puck well uh, oh dear god then, <laughs> do you want to sit next to Silva I'm going to sit next to I'm going to sit on the end of the table that keeps me away from all this um, We're all trying to fight over seats, and then yeah. just <laughs> over and be like, So you get to sit next to the king that no one wants to sit next to, farthest away as possible. Yeah. Do you want to sit next to the king, Anorin, or are you trying to sit somewhere else? So the right side of the table is basically full. You sit um, by yourself on the other side. Yeah. So where did you want to? Okay. So Sarah technically had next pick where she wanted to go. I say, how many seats? Are, what does the table look like? Okay. So in the back left. On the far side is the king to his a square to, or circle to the right. A squ- it's a What's rectangle. The dimensions. So so it's the king on the left side. On if you're facing the table, king's on the left side. Then Katie's on the right side. Lee is next to her on the corner. Then Theus, Puck, Snowflake in between Puck and Silva. So that covers the whole right side of the table. The left side is open except for where the king is sitting. I like how we're being all strategic about this. Like it's a battle map. Maybe it's that for a reason. I'll sit across from Puck. Okay. Um, I guess I I'll literally sit, sit wherever. I, I whatever. Yeah, I just think it's next to so wherever. So there's between we'll Silva and. Okay. The question is: Would anybody sit next to the king? Next to the king. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so I will put um Anorin next to Silva. And so between Silva and Kizaflixel, and then I'll put Bardis next to um, Kizaflixel. Okay. So there's an open seat next to the king, which is fine. Um, and so as you guys kind of take your seats, um, the king kind of like makes a motion um, at the door, and a couple of um, people kind of dressed fancy. Um, bring in like a whole like whole trays full of food. So there's like a roast pig, there's like sides of beef, there's there's um, breads and fruits and vegetables and all sorts of things that are just being distributed amongst the table, and everybody can take what they want. And it's it's a yeah, it's a true feast for everybody to em- embellish in. I begin eating. I take some bread and fruit. Um, and the and the king kind of eats a little bit, and he kind of turns to Lee and Katie and goes, "Where's the boy? Why is he not here yet?" And um, and and Katie goes, "Well, he was um, he was studying. Um, I, I think he's supposed to be here soon." And and the king kind of 
Oh, that boy's always got his head in the books ever since he went to Lee's little school for wizards. I really need him practicing his princely duties so he can take over after I die, or I guess whenever I need him to so I can retire. What constitutes princely duties, my lord? Well, you know, he needs to learn how to, to rule and to find opportunity and how to take over when I when I leave. He needs to learn all the things he needs to, how to order people around and get mm -hmm. this type of stuff done. And Kate, you see Katie and Lee kind of both look at each other and roll their eyes, even though the king doesn't notice. Mm-hmm. I see. So you don't believe he's getting any valuable wisdom at the school? Oh, he's done with the school. I mean, he's been graduated, I guess, as it were, for about a month. More importantly, he's not doing what you would do. He's not becoming kingly, as you would say. Well, no, because he's always busy playing with his little toys and his knickknacks and writing things down and I don't know. Experimenting with arcane This forces. guy might be okay. <laughs> and so as you guys are having this conversation, you hear, I'm um, sorry, Father, I... I didn't mean to keep everybody waiting. I hope everybody's already started eating. And you see... Um, Thumb, thumbs up. Got it. <laughs> Turkey leg. <laughs> dressed in blue robes. Um, and he's got like a staff strapped to his back. Um, and he, he kind of hurriedly puts like a book away. Um, in, his, in like a little pouch on his side. Um, and he goes, uh, yes. And you can see he's got glasses, uh, dark brown hair. Um, very frail, very skinny, um, like nothing like his father. <laughs> um, and he kind of looks and he goes, ah, okay, the only seat left is next to father. Uh, no big deal. And he kind of <laughs> squirrelly walks in and kind of sits next to his father and grabs like some fruit, a little bit of meat, a couple pieces of bread, um, and then kind of starts to eat and doesn't really make eye contact with anybody. They're both human, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah basically, so the king, Katie, and yeah, um, this new person are all human. Well, boy, aren't you going to uh, introduce yourself to our guests here? I mean, they came all the way here from Flux to, 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 to enjoy in your mother's feast here since they saved her life and all, and I, I guess indirectly also gave you life. I feel like you should uh, be thankful for them. And he kind of like stops and he kind of like gets like a shocked look in his face and he kind of puts his food down. He looks up and goes, you, you, you're you, the heroes from Flux? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure. For there. Uh, I'm Puck, the most magnificent of all those who are graced with his presence. And I, I slap Puck upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look at Puck Weirdly. <laughs> but uh, And then he kind of looks over at Lee and like just makes direct eye contact and Lee just kind of smiles at him and he kind of puts his hands like so you can whisper but you can hear it because he's not really being quiet. He just thinks he's being quieter and goes, he didn't tell me they were coming today. I, 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 I did. I, I, I would have. I... Oh, boy. Uh, Thayer's will speak up. Uh, look. Uh, what? I'm sorry. What's your name again? Oh, um, sorry. My my name is uh, Gregory. Um, you can call me Greg for short. Ah, uh, Greg. All right. Oh, 
don't worry so much. Not everyone puts so much stock into appearance and titles as some others. Uh, I mean, I I agree. I mean, my father here wants me to take over as king when he's when he's uh, gone, retired. I don't know. Basically, when he doesn't want to rule anymore, and he's like, "That's right. I want to be able to just enjoy the life I've created for myself." Um, but obviously, I I I. I I dabble more in the arcane natures, as it were. Yes, yes. Well, you know, not everyone will be exactly as they are expected to be by their parents. And uh, I, I understand. I definitely take more after my mother. Um, and 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 Lee was gracious enough to to train me when I was found to have an adept in uh, the arcane. Um, and I've been training under her for some time and learning some some very valuable tricks that have made me an asset to the city, although I haven't really gotten to have any fun with it. Um, I, I do look forward to to using my powers to help um, other people. Um, it would be great if I could if I could make it up to flux and help you all um, and actually do some good for the world. I know Lee's told me all the stories of how um, she tried to save that world and it basically they had to save a small part of it to try to help revert it and stop this whole big evil that apparently tried to take over even this village um but it's it would be so hard for me to leave this world um with my father and all here and he goes that's right you're here to help rule that is your job well i won't lie to you kid um flux isn't always all that safe either we've we've lost people I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I um eh, I barely know him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I I've spent uh, many many days of my life trying to change my fate as it were. That's uh that's really what I've specialized in. As you can see, this is not exactly where I want to be and I'm trying to figure out a way to get out of it. You can't get out of it. You were born to a king. That is how you'll be. You were the you were my firstborn son. Even with your brother and sister still in school, they cannot take up the crown. You are you are my firstborn. You are taking up my crown. There is no question about that. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps the boy could use some uh, experience. You said yourself that he spent a lot of time in books and such. Maybe he needs what he needs is, you know, was that a year to find himself? I think that's what they call it, right? What oh, he needs, like he needs to go on mission. He he's had plenty of time to find himself, and he found himself right here. What he needs to find himself is to put some meat, and he kind of squeezes his arm, to, and you know, dad, and like to put some meat on his bones and to learn how to actually talk to people and not be this awkward little wizard boy that sits in the room like this. Well, nothing puts it, uh, nothing puts hair on a man's chest quite like adventuring. Uh, roll persuasion. Because we haven't had any rolls yet really in this <laughs> whole session. So. Uh, that is a 15 plus 11. That's a 26. Jesus. <laughs> he looks over Bro. at you and... <laughs> Look at all that hair. <laughs> he looks over at you and he goes, You really think 
that me letting him out for like a year would be enough to get him to come back and accept responsibilities over this kingdom. I well, mean, time works you, differently. I mean, are you shut up, Puck? Um, <laughs> I mean, Wait, now are, I need a disadvantage roll. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, are you saying that you don't think you could handle it for another year? Oh, I could certainly handle. I mean, if he can, be, I, I'm okay with him leaving for another year. I don't want him to go off on some silly adventure and get himself killed. Well, that's unfortunately part of the business. However, you know, I did say we've lost a couple of people, but, you know, that was very early on. Right now, we're very secure. We've got a very wide <laughs> array of specialists in Flux. Hello, sir. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Did, were you choking <laughs> on something? No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> I... I mean, I, I'm taken aback by this. I had not considered anything like this, but I have heard that you, you, you people, you dabble in all this inter, inter, interloping into other worlds and interdimensional travel. Sure, whatever the fancy wizard people call it, but I do not, I do not want my son hurt by some means I do not understand. How is he to be a great king if he is not allowed to understand the threats that would might possibly come to New Hope? I mean, what threats are going to come here? Well, I mean, you're talking about putting up a teleportation circle between here and Flux. I mean, potentially any danger could come through there. Oh, I... Assumed Lee had that all under control. Are you telling me that Lee did not? I'm sure. I'm very sure Lee has very great control. But, you know, there's always the unexpected. And it doesn't even need to be a threat from Flux. What happens if he takes over and you retire to some quaint countryside part of the city and it comes under attack by the same forces that tried to take out Flux? How will he be prepared without some knowledge gained through adventuring and helping us solve Flux's crisis? All right. I will take this under consideration. <sighs> Boy. And he kind of looks at his father. He doesn't really acknowledge him. He just kind of looks at him. If I permitted you a year that you could go help these people. Do you think that would be sufficient enough? And if you would be willing to, after the year, at least entertain the idea of coming back and attempting to take the throne or at least train to take the throne. And like, like he, so um, Greg turns and looks at you, Theus, and kind of gets a smile, kind of looks at you and smiles. Yes. I yes, work father. an eyebrow and smile back. <laughs> yes, Father, I do believe that a year might just do it, and I might be able to entertain the idea of coming back and taking over, but I also want you to understand that if I go for out for a year and I really see that I have a better, greater value somewhere else, that I may not take the crown. And the king kind of looks at him and goes, 
well, it's better than complaining every day about you not doing what I want you to do. So I guess if it takes another year to help get your mind straight, then maybe going out there and seeing all the danger in the world will help you better appreciate the fact that you have you could have a nice cozy life here in the kingdom I've created for you. Fine. As long as these people will permit to take you back to their world, I suppose that uh that is in ordered. Oh, wait. <clears throat> Hold on a second. I'm just oh, this food is delicious. But <laughs> do we just do we just take a take on babysitting? Yep, you've got the first hour. I don't know how to change a diaper. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, a baby. I'm fairly certain he's potty trained. Yeah, I, I've been using a toilet oh. since I was two years old. I do not think this is a problem. I'm not exactly in need of a babysitter per se. How old does he look? Just to make sure I get the right idea. Um, he probably is about twenty in his early twenties. I would say. What is this scrawny kid gonna do for us? Okay. So he, um, so he he looks at one of the guards and goes, "Guard." And the guard kind of looks at him a little bit worried, <laughs> and he goes, "Can you walk across the room for me?" And the guard kind of like shrugs and starts walking across the room, and he kind of holds his hand up at the guard. And you see the guard suddenly stop and fall over. Interesting. And it looks like he's basically frozen in time. Hmm. So you taught the guard to play. So dead. what can you do for us? Command a guard around? All right, fine. Any of you want to volunteer to see how this works? Um. Sure. I stand up. He stands up, and he throws his hand out at you. Um, make a constitution saving throw. Oogie. Ah, I roll like garbage. I'm so full. Yeah. Ten. You cast counterspell. Let's see here. Unless the saving <laughs> throw is a success, <laughs> the creature is encased in a field of magical energy. Until the end of your next turn, or until the creature takes any damage, while encased in this way, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. So you suddenly feel, for the next, like, six seconds, you can't move any part of your body. You can't counterspell this, I don't think. This is actually, like, an action that I do. It's not a spell. Mm. Yeah, this is an action. Okay. I can't talk right now. Oh yeah, that's I'm fair. Frozen. Um, so, it, it, so it, like he just kind of looks and goes for about six seconds. This will, uh, this will persist. So it's done. Yeah. So we'll say by now it's faded. <clears throat> nice trick. Like so basically, that. he stopped talking for six seconds, and that's that's the trick. Well, he didn't move either. Um, how far is away from me? Is he from the ta- on the table? Um, oh, you guys are right next to each other. Well, shit. Uh, I reach out my hand, Bardus. 
and he and he kind of shakes it, but like obviously his grip is not very strong. So oh no no him. no no! Okay. Like this, and I show him the grab the forearm <laughs> warrior shake. Like no, like th- this. I, nice to meet him you, up Bart. Uh, uh, my name is Gregory von Drakenberg, the Magicia Fatum the Fifth. But you can just call me Greg. Uh huh. Good, because I was staring at you like, um, <laughs> uh huh. Greg, Greg. Yeah, I'm looking forward to babysitting you for a while. Sit back down, Bardus. I'd like to. I'd like to potentially show you another trick if you'd like. Um, could you go punch uh, the the wall over there, or or you can go punch a guard if you'd like <laughs> on the ground. I, I just <laughs> stared, cocked my head to. You just want me to go punch a wall or a guard? They seem very different. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go, go try to punch a guard. Maybe he's more like his father than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll punch the wall. Thank you. I'd really prefer you punch the guard. I think it'll be funnier that way. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. No. <laughs> Lee, will you do me the, the, uh, the favor? And Lee kind of stands up and she's smiling and she walks over and she, she kind of cocks back. And obviously she being a wizard doesn't really have a great fighting stance. Um, but she goes and she looks at the guard and just kind of nods and the guard's like kind of rolls his eyes. <laughs> And she goes to punch the guard. Throws him on the ground? No, this is a different one. Okay, I was going to say, it's really cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so what you see is like, it seems like she actually makes contact with the guard. But then um, you see Greg make like an action with his hand. And suddenly her hand pulls back a little bit and then it actually whiffs. Like it completely misses his face. Hmm. So she missed. So that uh, ability I like to call the chronal shift. And so just for fun purposes, as a reaction, after you or a creature you can see within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can force the creature to re-roll. You make this decision after you see whether the roll succeeds or fails. Reading these directions from his spellbook? Kind of. (laughs) That wasn't the one that I thought I was actually going to do, though. What was the one I was going to do? Oh, maybe I don't uh, get that one until later. Never mind. Really just look back and forth, stare a little puzzled. Oh, well. Sure, whatever, kid. Just hang back. You'll be all right. Okay, fair enough. Um, so Go back to eating. So <laughs> is it okay if I come with you guys then? Can I get a feel for Katie and, I mean, I don't know, Lisa just kind of showed something. Oh, uh, yeah, do an insight check. Yeah. Uh, like how she feels about that whole conversation. Sure. Insight. Oh, a nine. Okay. I'm too far um, away. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, I will say that, like, perceptively, if you've looked over there occasionally, yeah. You can see that, like, every time he's, 
done anything or mentioned this, like Lee and Katie kind of look at each other and kind of smile and just kind of well. snicker a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they have a pretty good sisterly repertoire. But even at the idea of him leaving, not even like him showing off. His yeah, body. it seems like Katie's actually smiling cool. now. Like she wasn't necessarily smiling most of the time, but now she kind of is. Um, and at some point, Lee kind of finishes her food and she goes, um, I have matters to attend to in the in the wizard in back at school. Um, so I will bid adieu. It is always a pleasure, King. Um, and whenever you folks are ready, if you want to head back to the teleportation circle, I can escort you back to Flux. Please allow me to split the party and escort you back to the tower. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Uh, I think your place is here, Thaves. I, I appreciate the uh, the gesture, but... Insight check. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is a... 25. Um, she's definitely being nice to you and understands that you are trying to put moves on her. Uh... And she is not impressed. I get it. (laughs) No, she is not impressed. Okay. Um, And so she bids her adieu and she leaves. Um, And we can kind of fast forward and say, you know, dinner. um, If there's anything anybody else wanted to talk to Greg about. Not with King, what's his name? Yeah. Not with the king. Who is he wearing a crown? The king? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Is he drunk? Uh by this point in the dinner, sure. We'll say he's pretty well blitzed. He's pretty blitzed. Before we leave, I want to make an attempt to steal the crown. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so famous. I love it. I mean, do you want me to roll? Do you want me to roll now? Yeah, uh, do a sleight of hand, yeah. Unless you just, wanted to do it like on the way out or whatever. But I mean, I'll do it on the way out. But I guess my sleight of hand on the way out is a twenty-nine. Okay. Um. I mean, so so I'll, I'll say that by now you guys are kind of leaving, um, and so like the king and queen kind of stand up and they you know you pers- like they come by and say goodbye to everybody as they're kind of exiting out the room, um. And the king is by the door, so Thaves kind of hangs back a little bit, so he's the last one. And as he's leaving and the king kind of turns, he just kind of the crown right off his head. Please, sir, please. And where I am from, when we leave, we bow like this, and he shows him the bow. And then as the king goes for the bow, Thaves will just slip the crown off his head as he's bowing and tuck it away and then leave. Okay. Yep. Good enough. And now Theo's got his own crown. There you <laughs> go. Um, all right. So then, um, so Greg kind of sticks rolling with you guys and goes, so um, I'm kind of already ready to go. I didn't really need to grab anything else. Um, if, if that's okay with you guys, I don't really know how this works. You're ready now? Oh, yeah. I want to get out of here as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, sure. Together. Come along. I, I've spent my literally my entire life trying to get out of this castle and under my father's rule. And this is my opportunity. I was going to sneak out tonight when you guys showed up. But <laughs> are we still in the castle at this point? Yeah, but you guys are like in the main foyer. 
or at least like towards the gates, I would say. Yeah. All right. But well, frankly, we don't know how to. Wait, well, we do know how to get back now. But you'll get away soon. Good. Just, just I come just, with us. Just come I, with I us. just I don't know how you guys all ended up in flux. I mean, that's got to be amazing. Uh. Well. Not the word I use. Not by choice. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of abducted. Uh, oh. Wow, that doesn't sound fair at all. I mean, yeah. I wanted to be abducted, but um, apparently it never was a, a thing for me. At this point, they just will turn to Puck and start crying about the gold they missed out on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you want Did you want more gold from in there? No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. You sure? And he kind of like as you guys are leaving, he like goes over to one of the tables and just opens it up and scoops out like a handful of gold coins and just kind of hands it to you. And there's a few gems in there. And what, uh, 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 did Greg passively perceive that? If you, I mean, okay, he has a very big passive <laughs> yes, perception. He could he could hear the whispers. <laughs> All right, well, here, just fill up this bag. I hold out the bag of gold. <laughs> Oh, here, he just pulls the drawer out and just dumps it into there. Yes! So, I'll yes! say you guys probably pulled about a thousand gold out of there. Ah, not that it matters. No, yeah. not that currency matters, but you know. We'll totally <laughs> trade that in for hookers and blow. Hell yeah. Maybe you can go find some of those ghost hookers in the... Um, yeah, so I guess um, I, I guess Lee has the, 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 the teleportation circle all set up for um, for getting back to Flux. So oh, it'll be so exciting to see Flux. I'm just oh, I'm just so happy to be out of there. No problem, man. And hey, we'll show you all of our favorite places. The library <laughs> tavern. The library <laughs> tavern. And he, and he kind of looks at you guys like evadedly like, <laughs> that's it. It's... Wait, 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 Puck, you have one place you like to go to. What's that other place? Um, I can't remember the name of it. What's, uh... Wait, you, you have a library tavern? Like, you can drink and read at the <laughs> same time? Like, he just has, like, <laughs> drooly eyes. Like, he just, like, right? that's the best thing he's ever heard. Right? <laughs> I, uh, hi. Ooh, this is gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited. I'm not coming back here in a year. No way. <laughs> well, Frankly, you're dead. Probably be glad if you get all the books because we haven't been reading them, and there might be knowledge from other worlds in them. You have books there? Oh, a whole entire library full of them. And he just like it, he might have a heart attack if you guys keep talking. <laughs> and 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 don't let your dad know this, but time sometimes works differently. So a year here might be longer over there. Ah, oh, that's fine by me. I don't care what my dad thinks. All right. Well, then I guess we're going back to flux. All right. So then. Um, you guys head back through the town. Um, it's pretty yeah. dead now. It's kind of later in the night. Um, and you head back to the where the teleportation circle is, and Lee's there kind of scrawling in books. And he goes, wow, you guys didn't last much longer. I'm glad to see you guys got out of there. And yeah, I just couldn't stand being in the room with the king for very long. He's, uh, he's a character, as you can see. Uh, he is an utter ass and a buffoon. Well, that's fair. Um, and she and she kind of goes over to Greg and and like puts her hands on his shoulder and says, "Greg, I just want you to know that I did everything I could to get you out of there, and I hope you appreciate this. And um, this might have been part of my plan to help get you out of here. I expected you to sneak out on your own, but uh, wait, hey, did we this get works you? Ah, wizards like to make sure people don't know that's a thing. 
Oh, well, that's fair. And Thaos will pull out the crown and put it on his head. (laughs) Great. I (laughs) appreciate that very much. And Greg kind of looks and goes, wait, how did he do that? And then, and then Lee kind of turns and goes, just don't ask. <laughs> just watch your, watch your bags. <laughs> like, and then Greg, I just gave him like a thousand gold from the castle. And she's like, then you're probably good for a little while. <laughs> and so, you know, she kind of takes him and, and goes, uh, so Greg, I, I, I know that when you graduated, I gave you that staff. Um, and I, and I wanted, I wanted to make sure that you were set up for your journeys, but just in case, I also want to give you this. And she hands him a ring. Um, and it's it's just a ring of protection, but um, but I want you to I want you to stay safe. And if you ever need anything, the teleportation circle's here. I know you know how to use it. Um, just make sure that you prepare the spell to use it if you ever want to come back here for anything. Um, and she kind of just puts the ring on his finger and kind of hugs him. And you know, your, your mom's so proud of you for what you've become. And I'm just glad to get you away from your dad. And I think you'll do a lot of good for them. I, I, I believe they could use some arcane knowledge up there. Did you say arcane knowledge? Yeah, it doesn't seem like your group is very uh, studied, I will say. Which is fine. I have nothing against that. This. Yeah. What does it mean that we're not studied? <laughs> <laughs> We 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 don't read a lot. I read all the time, and I'm flipping through pages. Read the whole I, that, that, that's right. You're right. We don't read a lot. Puck just reads it not erotic fiction. I took the book sideways. Pages unfold. <laughs> oh, oh it's my! A Those are the books that I understand. Lee just kind of pats Greg on the shoulder. And better hands. Better better hands. <laughs> And then she goes, all right, everybody on to the circle, please. <laughs> Move out of the circle. And she and she kind of she kind of taps her fingers and, and you see like a little bit of a glow and she taps the circle and it lights up and uh, you are now in flux. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and give everybody a, a, a full rest. I wanted to scare everybody a little bit by pulling you in without the rest, but <laughs> obviously there was nothing major. Um, Bardis got a full meal. I heard a level. Yeah. I heard a level. <laughs> I did not hear anything about a level. We just had a level. We did? So we get another one? Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> God damn. Um, but yes, I would like to introduce uh, my new character, Gregory Van Drakenberg de Majestia Fetum the Fifth. Or Greg for may, 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 May the gods have mercy on his soul. May the DMs the have flux. mercy on his soul. Because <laughs> he is now in the Flux campaign. <laughs> He is. He's a wizard, Harry? Gary? W- wizard Gary? It's Gregory. <laughs> not Gary. And not Gary. Harry. <laughs> wizard Greg. Yes, he is a full-fledged wizard. My god. Uh, Yay! Uh, Can we do the Tim Curry? Yay! <laughs> Apparently uh, not. I no? Guess. No? <laughs> Wait, your new character? What's wrong with Lokar? Oh, Yay! what is wrong with Lokar? Um, possession? There we go. Possession. Lokar who? Lokar is now somewhere else. Um, I thought I had... I thought it showed what he was. Hmm? Huh. Oh, I thought it said that he was like a wizard of something or other. But... Oh. Oh, yeah, here we go. A wizard of chronogermy. Chron- chronergy magic. 
So that'll be fun. That's he has uh he has time capability powers. Along with the other fun stuff that you get. I did notice he took some disintegration spells. Uh he might he he might have taken disintegration. I don't want to spoil all of the fun things I took with him, but yeah, uh, I, that, that's the one spell I saw, and I'm like, yep, that's a good spell. <laughs> yeah, I, I still I think I'm a fan of Scorching Ray, though, like over Fireball. Yeah, but you, you, you don't get the same satisfying explosion of a point-blank Fireball blasting the very cuddly barbarian away as you try to make your escape. True. I also kind of like uh, Melf's Minute Meteors. That'll be fun uh, yeah. to play with. Minute. Oh, is it? Oh, Anything. it is minute. Yeah. Melf's. I thought it was minute. <laughs> Those you'll have your. You get your meteors in a minute, or they're free. <laughs> <laughs> minute meteors, yeah, because because you can cast them as a bonus action then, so you can technically cast them before battle, and if you do it at a higher level, you get more of them. Yeah, which is pretty nice. Um, I'm a particular fan of Guiding Bolt. Thank you very much. I know you are. We we know. <laughs> we always like it when it hits. Me too. <laughs> I always like when Dom comes up like after like before Tony, and then Tony's not gonna use the advantage from the guiding bolt. <laughs> I nope. never knew that like he hit with it. Yeah, He's hit it. a few times. Actually, I think right now, um, Right now, I think I'm pretty much 50-50. You've, you've some... even the playing field. Yeah, I, 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 I've had some good good sessions. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, this episode is going to take me a little bit of editing so I can get those two uh, <laughs> pieces together since we had some technical difficulties. But yeah, whoopsie daisy. You could put an eye catch. You could put a. You could put an audio eye catch scene between them. An eye catch scene. So, you know, when you watch those old cartoons and around the 12 to 13 minute mark, they would have an image flash across the screen between commercials. Oh, I got you. That's called that's called an eye catch. Yeah. But how do you do that with an audio medium? You play an audio tune. Let's all go to the movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Copyright infringement. Oh, we didn't have any Disney references in this one. I guess the castle could have been like a Disney princess castle. Let it go, let it go. <laughs> Harry Potter. Our recording software fucked up tonight. We yeah. haven't stopped recording yet. We can get this done. We can I do this. I didn't even roll <laughs> any dice You didn't actually do a slight reference. You said, let's get down to business. Ooh. Let's get down to At one business. point, but it didn't go sing song. Wait, did I? Yeah, you said, let's get down to business. And I oh. was urgently to, you know, not <laughs> sing. You should have given into the urge. Yeah, always give in to the urge, Tony. That's what that novel's for. Oh, All right. Good. On that note, we yeah. are Good night. Good night, everybody. Yep. Good hey, night. Hey, 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 hey. Wait, 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 wait. I was about to say oh, yeah. socials. Oh. Socials. Ugh. Hey, guys, you can find us <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook at Infinity's End Gaming and Twitter at Infinity's EG. Come check us out. We have a Discord channel. We have a Patreon. We are looking for supporters, fans, Buddies, come hang out with us we on our Discord channel. We look forward to seeing you. Uh, yeah, I can't stress this enough. Discord, we are nerdy D&D people. We relate everything to D&D we possibly can. Just come join the conversations. If you have questions about D&D or you just want to spitball things around, we're totally down and we're available. I don't know. A lot of us are around during work days and things <laughs> like that. So 
We talk oh, about yeah, everything. Yeah. We talk about nothing, and we offend as many people as we can. No, I'm just kidding. All we right. are a bunch of big nerds. <laughs> it's not wrong, but all right. Everybody, good night. Bye. Good, good night. night. Good night.